Here I am, the electric car superstar, coming to you wherever you are. Produced by Christopher Fletcher, audio from FLX Beats. And this article is comes to you from USA Today, read by Gene Pascucci. Now, before we get into the reading here, I would like to touch upon our At Futuristic Elroy Challenge. This is a legit challenge. We got our beat. It's a beat that you're listening to right behind my voice right here and when you subscribe to patreon when you go to patreon and you do your thing at our website electriccarsuperstar.com you will get this beat and with this beat i want you guys to put your voice on it sing your song you know rap to the beat do whatever you got to do and send it to me at msantiago at electriccarsuperstar.com and we're going to take the top five we're going to produce them Christopher Fletcher is going to make them sound awesome. And we're going to throw them on iTunes. So that's the contest that we're running. And we're going to run this contest until we get the amount of songs we want. Uh, any extra songs that, that we feel like producing that sound halfway decent, we're going to add them to the end of the show. But this is a legit contest. At Futuristic Elroy. Check it out. Subscribe to Patreon. Donate to the show. Get the beat. And do your thing. It's the best deal we got for the beats. And the beats are what supports the show. So here we go with the article read. Workhorse's new electric pickup puts Tesla on notice. Published by the USA Today. Written by Chris Woodyard. A new electric pickup is coming from Ohio-based manufacturer. Even as Tesla gears up to make its own. The advent of the Workhorse W15 shows that while most people haven't exactly embraced electric-powered vehicles, they make up less than 1% of overall vehicle sales. There remains a potentially strong market among service companies that operate fleets of pickups. Workhorse Group, a Loveland, Ohio company that has been making medium-duty electric vans, says that with a range of 80 miles per charge, the W15 will meet the needs of a wide range of companies, from electric utilities to plumbing contractors, and in a likely key difference from the Tesla pickup on the horizon. The W15 will have a backup three-cylinder gas motor to let it drive longer distance in a pinch. The W15 will be built in Union City, Indiana, with a price tag of $52,500. The pitch to prospective buyers will be that they can save dramatically on maintenance and gas, effectively cutting the price of the trucks. We sell it on the economy. This is a less expensive truck, Workhorse CEO Steve Burden says, but it is likely to run headlong into competition from Tesla, which plans not only pickups, but heavy-duty haulers as well. Tesla, the Palo Alto, California-based electric car maker that has become a Wall Street darling, will have a pickup within two years, CEO Elon Musk tweeted last month. Detroit's big three, which dominate the pickup market, have offered hybrid pickups in the past, but shied away from full electrics. One company, Via Motors, based in Orem, Utah, has been converting new pickups to become plug-in and extended range vehicles. Workhorse, however, plans an entirely new design. The company's operating fleets have an advantage over individual truck owners when it comes to electric vehicles. Because they generally know the maximum number of miles workers travel in a day, so they can ensure any electric vehicles they buy have adequate range. Also, electric can be centrally charged overnight. Workhorse Group said in March it had received 2,150 letters of intent to buy the W15 from major utilities and energy producers, such as Duke Energy, Portland General Electric, the Southern California Public Power Authority, and Clean Fuels Ohio. It says it also has one from city, the city of Orlando. 
Tuesday, Workhorse said it was entering into a 10-year strategic partnership with corporate vehicle provider Rider System to become the distributor and service source for the truck. The trucks are likely to become part of Rider's rental fleet, says Scott Perry, Chief Technology and Procurement Officer for Rider. I think electric vehicles in general are gaining more and more recognition, Perry said. Workhorse Group reported it lost $19.5 million last year and hit sales of $6.4 million. Tuesday, its stock closed at 215 up 7%. End of article. Beat you're hearing right now behind my voice is in the cold. It's different from uh, the futuristic Alroy beat you heard in the beginning. And the reason is that futuristic Alroy beat is part of our at futuristic Alroy challenge. And this in the cold beat is the beat that you're going to get on top of that beat when you subscribe to Patreon. So go on to our website, check out Patreon, do what you got to do there. Now on to this uh, W15. You know, I've been harping pickups. Uh, I want that Ford F150 E pickup. This article touched up on uh, Tesla and this company. I know we got Bollinger Motors here in, in New York State. It's a market that I, I would love. Absolutely love to see tapped. It's out there. And, you know, when, when I look at what the electric vehicle is doing in each of its markets, when you see the luxury car market get tranced on by electric cars, and it, it's true, this article did say that. I mean, we're only 1%, 1% of the current vehicle sales. But what companies are seeing right now, including the big three, including the, the huge automakers, including the ICE industry, is that the market's there. It, it really is. They, they cannot fight it anymore. The interest is out there. People, people, this is going to be a, a demand thing. And I do not know how far Tesla's going to push their pickup and their semis. It is exciting to think about. But the, these people here, these people here, work push group, are, are targeting the industry. They're, they're targeting companies. Now, it says here that they're going to go with Ryder. Now, Ryder rents vehicles. And it, it, it just dawned on me. I mean, if, if I can go rent a, a pickup truck for the day to get my stuff around, to, to, to haul this, to haul that. You know, we have this thing around here in upstate New York, uh, metal collectors. They go around and they collect metal to take to the metal grape shards, um, metal graveyards, a metal industry or whatever. You can go there and people make good money in this. Now, if you take these guys that are out collecting stuff, doing stuff, just, just working around town, whatever, if they got a move to do just in town and 80 miles of range is enough, I, I can see a lot of people jumping on this. And it'll be very interesting to see how far Ryder takes this. It'll be very interesting to see how Workhorse is it, it, going to move this forward. Um, towards the end of the article, I talked about them losing money last year, but th this is—they still see a huge potential in this market. And an electric pickup truck has made so much sense to me. Um, there is a pickup truck that survived the the '90s kill of the electric car. Um, it's out there in, in a municipality. I know I've mentioned it before. Somebody else sent me the link 
on who it is. And the, the, those trucks apparently are still around. So electrification is going to happen. It, it, it's going to happen on a lot of fronts. And this is the front that I'm most excited about. They've already done, Tesla's already done what they had to do with the luxury car market. And the funny thing is, is that you got Nissan and you got these other ICE markets competing in in the compact vehicle realm, the smaller vehicle realm, the, the mass production car, the, the car that sells for $35,000 or less. The, the, this is the market that these companies are going after and they haven't been very successful. So Tesla now is going to come out with their Model 3 and I believe they're going to take over that market. By take over the market, I, I you know, I'm not talking about best sales. I'm talking about best car. Best car available in that market. So when you look at the luxury car market, Tesla, the Model S, is going to be one of the top luxury sedans. And right now, if you look at SUVs, of course, the Model X is up there. It, it, it's up there. It's a sought-after car. People want it. And they're priced at luxury. The Model 3 is going to come out. It's going to be priced to move within the masses. And they're not going to make jump. They're going to try and make a top-of-the-line car. Now, you have, we have now the Chevy Bolt. Now, I got a little funny thing to say about the Chevy Bolt. The Chevy Bolt is it is it's, it's taking over this market. It's by far the best car to buy as far as electric in this market, and people are excited about it. Um, it it's kind of sad because it seems like people are more excited about it than GM is. But needless to say, the car is out there. People are buying it. People are loving it. They're, they're trying to get into as many markets as possible. I have yet to see one up here. Chevy Volt, their half car, half amazing car, is everywhere. And people are in love with that car. And this pickup truck is more like that Chevy Volt because it has that three-cylinder backup engine in case you want to take the car further than its range. And, you know, of course, there's going to be people that need that. But for in-town stuff where you need a pickup truck for the day, a rider's doing the same thing. I hope U-Haul follows through and, and probably goes after the same deal. If not with this company, maybe with Bollinger Motors or somebody else out there. But th this is something Penske. Penske could be another one. I'm pretty sure these companies are going to hit up Tesla or their semis when they come out. It's a lot of exciting stuff going on. And you guys know how I feel about pickup trucks. I'm, st I'm still close my eyes and I can see that F-150E out there. I don't see these trucks the same anymore. I see them as fully electric with a, a good amount of range and uh, enough to get the, the urbanites out there. Not the urbanites, the, the rural, the rural lights. You know, because these, these people, they, they have pickup trucks. And their their commutes aren't aren't small. They're they're not driving next door. Their their next door may be, you know, a mile away. Their grocery stores are, are, are far. So when and gas prices, these things go up. The people that suffer the most is, is are the heartlands. 
the, like the heartland of America, you know, Chevy targets them. The, 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 any rural area in your country, in your municipality, they suffer the most. They suffer the most from fuel costs because, you know, they, they can't get, it's point A to B from them. It, it's not around the corner. There's not a lot of public transportation out there. So the way the electric car superstar sees it, the people that are going to benefit the most from electrification are these rural areas, you know, the, the, the heartbeat of your country, the, the place where your food is grown, where your livestock is taken care of. The, these are the places that are going to benefit from electrification more. I mean, it, it's funny because what's targeted is inner city driving. You know, they make this car, that car, you know, the, 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 they'll tell you the BMW i3, is great for inner city driving, stop and go traffic, the Nissan leave. That's why you don't need, you know, X amount of range because the common person only drives X amount of miles. Well, they're not talking to the rural areas of the world. They're not. Because these people cannot listen to grosser range anxiety that you only drive X amount of miles. They don't want to hear that. You know, a normal work day for, let's say, a farmer that has to get their produce from farm to market to producer, you know, we're, we're talking miles and range. So we need to get our heads out our ass. We've already targeted the urban industry, the suburban industry with the SUV, does you know we need to target the rural industry and come out with really nice pickup trucks and utility vehicles to service this part of our humanity because it, it is a need and when when and when it comes to fuel costs these people suffer the most who knows maybe uh next will be the electrification of farm equipment I'm for it why not you know, any anything that needs a motor out there, I believe can be electrified. And we're, we're heading into a new era. And, and not for nothing. And, and I know I've seen a few of these farm shows. And there is a lot of automation, even with farm equipment. But could you imagine how much automation you could have? Autonomous, autonomous driving, autonomous work you could have in fully electrified farm equipment. It's coming. I, I hope it comes sooner than not. Um, autonomous companies out there working on bringing out the next best thing. You heard it here, Electric Car Superstar. Uh, bro, start creating electrified farm equipment for these rural areas. These people are the ones that need to save the money the most from fuel costs, in my opinion. and. It should be out there. So, great article from uh, USA Today. Uh, thank you, Gene Pascucci, for reading this. Thank you, Chris Woodyard, for writing it. Yeah, it came out on May 2nd, 2017. And, you know, I'm looking at the workhorse truck here. I, I, it's, it's exactly how I envisioned the F-150. It's a beautiful truck. It's great. It's got the workhorse right in front of it. And... Um, I hope they, they did this the way I was talking about before, where they put a motor on each wheel, make it a frunk in the front, 
where you people can open up that front and put their tools, put their luggage, put whatever they need on there. Stuff that, that they don't want exposed to the weather or exposed to, you know, security reasons. You know, you go hunting, you put your guns in that in that trunk, have it secure, you know, nobody you know, you nobody can uh, take your stuff is is outside of view. And then you got your your back cab where you I mean you put all your other stuff. I mean it gets a beautiful truck. Um, they got videos of it here. If you guys want to check it out, it will be linked up. It, it's it's a beautiful thing. Now, I know it's a Friday show and a shout-out show is due. We might do that next week. The show's getting right now 14 minutes in. You guys know what you got to do. I'm going to do this appreciation section really quick. We've had a few Patreon subscribers already. That means there's a few people out there that, that got the beat at Futuristic Elroy and they're enjoying the benefits of getting their weekly beats from our show. And I, I believe that we're going to get hit something pretty soon here. I know it takes time to get the beat, put something nice on it, and send it to us. Don't be afraid to send what you got either. I'm telling you, Christopher Fletcher and FLX Beats are pros. They will make you sound amazing. You will be amazed on what they can do with what you set them. Now, if you're working hard to try to send us a finished product, hey, that's cool too. But don't be afraid to just get on there, freestyle, write it down, produce, I mean, send something to us. Christopher Fletcher is the producer. He will make you sound great. He, he's done it for many people here in upstate New York. He, he's produced some good music. Um, so don't be afraid to take that beat, go crazy with it, and send it to us. With that, I, I want to thank everyone that's pushing the show. We're on Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter. You guys know what to do on those things. iTunes reviews, we will stay, we'll still take those. We, we saw a couple of those. I dedicated a Friday show to answering to some of them. They could be positive. They could be negative. It doesn't matter. We want to hear you guys. If you're not reading an article, if you're not on an interview, we want to read what you have to say. We want to hear what you have to say. And that's how we roll. This is this is your show. This show belongs to the Electrification Nation. I'm just here voicing it out. So with that, I'm going to let you guys go right now. I am the Electric Car Superstar. You guys out there pushing the show, growing the show, are the Electrification Nation. The sweet beat behind my voice is FLX Beats. And the man making me and Gene Pascucci sound absolutely amazing playing podcast producer Christopher Fletcher. And we are out.